So the other day I was reading a news article is like science journal. And they said that uh, your pupils are the last part of you to stop working when you die. Did you guys know that? I I did not. Yeah. They dilate. That's it. So everyone, welcome back to another episode of As Dad As It Gets, the dad podcast for everything your dad needs want. I tried something new and I don't know where I was going with that. It's fine. <laughs> Let's just <Yeah>. keep going. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Larry, and with me as always is David and Tom. How's it going? Hello. They did it out of order. <laughs> but I, I, I usually go first. Yeah, but they. Uh, oh David yeah, you said on, David's uh, name first, and then yeah. I spoke. And I'm on, the, on the screen, he, he's <laughs> the one that's first. Because I was on uh, time. Yeah, that's right. You were on time. I was. I wasn't technically late, but you guys were both on before me. So yeah. <laughs> if you're not early, you're late. Exactly. Uh, so. Uh, but that's not even about today's topic. Um, so today we are going to be talking about uh, sports and extracurricular activities. Um, so one thing that parents tend to do, not all parents, but some of them, uh, they and I feel like this is more along the lines of those fallen stars. So like the the football star that got hurt or, you know, the cheerleader that that suffered an injury they want to live vicariously through their kids and so they tend to force them into things that they don't want to do um but for for like it can be a good thing and a bad thing making your kids do things so i don't know i don't know about you, about you guys but for my wife and i for our daughter we plan on keeping her very busy with, with activities. Um, she was, she was in, uh, gymnastics. And then once gymnastics ended, we put her in ballet. Um, she does pageants all the time, but our, our, the way we look at it is we're going to give it a try. And if she doesn't like it, we're, we're not going to be like after one time, Oh, she didn't like it. We're going to go. Um, it's going to be, we're going to do a season or whatever, see if she likes it. And if she doesn't, we won't do it again when it comes back up. But if she does, we'll do it again. Um, so how do you guys feel about that? Like activities and, and things for parents that parents make their kids do. Um, so I am very in favor of having my son at least do a activity. It can be, playing music, it can be playing a sport, it can be going to game nights and like playing, like I don't care, like magic or whatever, or Pokemon or whatever, like he needs to have something 
other than just being at home and going to school. Um, but yes, I'm very in favor of trying it out for a season. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's something a lot of my nieces and nephews have done is play different sports. And it's weird because no one in my family, including myself, is terribly athletic. Like none of us <laughs> were ever good at sports. But Didn't it, you play a sport? I, I played football in seventh grade um, okay. for one season. And then I stopped growing and everyone else got bigger. <laughs> um, so I decided to not, um, especially like as, cause I was a running back and would get hit pretty hard. Um, so it was one of those like, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. Like I understand this isn't my thing. But I was already like at that point I was in band and doing percussion. So I had something else like as an activity. And then once I got in high school, I did marching band. I was on drum line. Um, and then I ended up going into chorus um, towards the end of my high school. Um, but yeah, it's one of those like you can't just do it one or two times and say you don't like it. Like, yeah, give it some time. Yeah, that's our that's our rule is you have to do one season and if you don't want to do it again, that's fine. Um, but with my daughter being in ballet, I really don't let her do anything else because it already takes up at least two nights a week. And then when they get ready for shows and stuff like that, it, they take another two nights a week. And then the weekends of the shows, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm like, yeah, you, I'm not committing to having you somewhere every day. <laughs> Right. Like, and I don't really think that's actually good for our kids to, to have something different to do every single day. I think they do still need that at home time, the family time. And in addition, having that other stuff, but so with dance and dance goes the entire school year. Yep. Right. That's their season. They call it a season. It's the school year. It's a whole year. They only get the summer off. (laughs) And especially when like in situations like here's where you have multiple children, like you're going to have multiple kids doing multiple activities and it's a lot to drive them to like two or three different practices. Like sometimes even in a night, like sometimes like one kid will have one thing and another kid will have another. And you still have that third child who may or may not be old enough for an activity yet but you have to take them with you because they can't take care of themselves. And it's like, I, I hate the term schlepping them around because it feels derogatory. But like that's, yeah, that might just be a Southern thing. I, um, know, I was raised <laughs> in the South. <laughs> I was it might not. be a Georgia thing then. Cause I think it might be yeah. a Georgian thing. <laughs> schlepping. Um, but yeah, the term what is slipping? (laughs) like dragging your kids around and like having to haul them different places okay um i guess it's like like when you're you know when you when you take your kid and and they go boneless and they just kind of limp body yeah like they're like jello so slip is the sound that they make as you're dragging their body (laughs) you're just trying to come up with something for them (laughs) (laughs) i need to justify this word Uh, but i mean regardless of age you can find something for any age really as soon as they're walking there's something for for a kid to do um like my daughter's two and a half well she's almost three 
Um, but we do ballet once a week. And I mean, even pageants, um, I, I know that a lot of people give pageants a, a bad name or bad rap because of toddlers and tiaras, but we don't put makeup on her. Um, and she loves being on stage. Our biggest problem when she does pageants is getting her off the stage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's also a good opportunity for, uh, her to make friends and, uh, interact i mean even even the older girls in the pageants because a lot of the pageants will be multiple age groups so you'll get like the the 15 year olds that that see her and they they want to play with her so she's interacting with people older than her and then she's got people in her age group but i i kind of feel bad for not considering um nerd things an activity um but that's a lot that's of a weird topic to touch on, especially in my opinion, at least this day and age where there are like people who literally get paid to play video games and yeah. do but also, nerdy stuff. A lot of local libraries will do Dungeons and Dragons sessions. Yeah. Um, or, or Pathfinder or what, you know, what have you. I know, I know Wizards of the Coast is they're They're in hot water right now. Um, and I'm not, I don't even know why. I just know a lot of people are mad at them, but, um, those things are completely like full blown activities. I don't, I don't know if you, have you guys ever played D and D? Uh, I used to play when I was in high school, I did like a text based online, very similar to D and D, um, thing where like you could talk to people and like you stayed in character and everything. Um, like with, but with I haven't put, I haven't sat down at a table with dice, but like it had all of like the dice system and everything built into it. I'm gonna mail so. you guys some dice and we're gonna play some D and D. So I've never <laughs> done any of those. I just played sports. I was football, baseball, wrestling. Wrestling was all year round, so like nothing else happened. I'm trying to just now learn Pokemon because my daughter got into it. So I'm like, what's this? What's this? What's this? Oh, I played the first few generations. And then when Pokemon Go came out, I started playing that a bunch. And like I, I used to play it more when like I was working and I wasn't just a stay at home dad because like you can spin like little Pokestops or whatever. And like, that's how you get items and there's more people around right down the road from me. There's one at the front of my (laughs) neighborhood, but it's, I'm not walking a mile to spin something once and then walk a mile back. Um, (laughs) But then you've been so healthy. (laughs) I I know. And that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) But But, yeah. uh, so for me, I didn't really do anything in school and this is going to sound depressing, but it was because we were so poor. Um, a lot of things that people don't consider when doing activities are people's abilities to, uh, to get their kids places. Like we, we didn't have a car. We couldn't, you know, I played baseball once and that's just because a friend of mine, uh, played baseball as well. And, and his mom drove me. Um, so that's, that's also something that, that you should definitely, if you know, someone in your kid's school, um, I don't, I don't know, would it be considered creepy if you're like, Hey, I'll give your kid a ride if, if they want to do this. I feel like that's creepy. It, it, I guess would depend at least to me, 
depend on your relationship with the parents and the children's relationships. Um, I'll, see, I'll just they, tell my daughter, be like, do they need a ride? Go ask them if they need a ride. And if their parents say it's OK, we'll handle it. Like, yeah, I'm like, like, I'm I'm like I am more than willing to help the give a ride. Parent friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I am more than willing to do that. But like to some people, at least in the area where I live and even a little bit further up north where I grew up, like it could be considered creepy. But like I did have kids I went to school with that couldn't afford to do a lot of things, but yeah. like they were in banded middle school and like they had to rent a mouthpiece and a trumpet from the school because their family couldn't afford it. And but see, they I, still wanted the kid to be a part of something. I feel like schools should have a fund where they allow kids to, to do these things. Like give them a, a I don't know if Uber would be a, a good option, but like make a school bus or, or a, a van, like do something to help kids, tr to help transport kids and give those underprivileged kids options to where their parents don't have to pay for things. Um, I know a lot of times in band, um, some families would get in a lot of hot water with uh, like their parents selling their instruments. And that's a, Mm -hmm. another completely different episode probably yeah and that's so as someone who did music through middle and high school and i wasn't in a music program in college but like i still played around and everything um and my little sister is a music teacher like in a public school for and like funding those programs to me is like so important whether it's music yeah. or whether it's like art or whatever like it's one of those things that we can't just keep shoveling money into more sports systems so schools seem more popular so more kids want to go there and I, I get the like football games and basketball games things like that they bring in money with ticket revenue but you can you can fund things through like with art you can sell the kids can sell their art people pay ridiculous amounts for for art mm -hmm. and if they can get it discounted they're gonna do it so it, it art can pay for itself or music let let people hire you know band kids for for like events and and i mean of course have them supervised don't just send a bunch of kids somewhere where you don't know them but there are ways to make money for these things like fundraisers and things like that um i know for our local high school the high school in my town that i currently live in um they actually limit fundraising for certain events because they're not football or basketball that's backwards. Yeah. yeah, they're they're like you can do one event or you can do one fundraiser. Um, well, that was they, a, so at least for my middle school and high school, like they still charged for tickets for all of the concerts for whether it was orchestra or band or like if we did a mashup concert with like the chorus or anything like all of those tickets still brought in revenue. But I think yeah. a lot of the revenue came from concession stands at the football games and basketball games and everything. Oh, like and that's this, this town that I live in, um, 
people have been out of high school for 40 years and they don't have kids, they will still go to a high school football game. The So one of the restaurants I used to work at, um, we had a new cook start and he wasn't from Georgia or anything, or I guess he was from like South, South Georgia, like not even where I'm from. Like I'm part of 20 no minutes South of the airport. Like, so I'm like kind of middle Georgia. He was like 45 minutes, an hour plus South of where I am. And this is on the other side of the perimeter up in Alpharetta, like an hour and a half from where I am now North and was like, hey, where are popular high schools like to watch football games at? And That's not something he, you ask he people. Didn't, he didn't have kids <laughs> like that would be going like to those schools. He just he literally just wanted to go watch the games. Yeah. Because that's how, at least in the South, a lot of people are raised and they want like because they're interested in seeing those kids grow and develop and maybe become like college athletes or professional athletes. So they can say, yeah, I watched this kid all throughout. But I feel like people put too much pressure on those major sports um, and, and they don't give enough love to the smaller things. That's yeah. Um, Excuse me. That's yeah. That's absolutely more love should be poured into the arts it's a money grab right that's where people go that's where they're willing to spend the money and that's where they gravitate towards and until honestly like we start limiting football because i played football from the time i was eight until i was 18 and i don't think i'll let my kids even attempt to play (laughs) um because of the concussions and stuff like that and the stuff they're coming out with and until we start realizing that the really fun, violent stuff is probably not healthy. We should probably support the other, the, the band and the uh, art and stuff like that in order to further more people going into that instead of everybody like, Oh, I'm going to make it in NFL, man, less than (laughs) 1% of college (laughs) athletes make it into the NFL. The high school kids probably not going to make it. Well, and I, Honestly, I think schools should do, I I don't, it's been a bit since any of us have been in high school. We're not Um, that old. The kids here are still doing the same fundraiser I did, walking around door to door, selling the little discount cards Hmm. for 20 bucks. Oh, God, in four years, it's my 20 year reunion. Yeah, see, we're pushing 20 (laughs) years. Um, But I, I, I feel like. Thanks to to things like Stranger Things and stuff like that, those those nerd cultures that most of us would have gotten beat up for are are more popular. And I think schools should embrace that. Um, like have have a D and D club or have a uh, uh, Pokemon tournament or even even do gaming tournaments. Um, those those are a lot of fun. At least my high school had clubs like that. Like they were completely voluntary, but like we had a Latin club and we had like chess club and all of that other stuff. And like we, it was super we, cool, but like it wasn't one of those things that's required. Um, I think in middle school, though, we were required to do like at least one 
like semester of band, orchestra, or chorus, like just as like, hey, see if you like this. Yeah. We, we are putting money into the music program. Let's make use of it. Please do this, um, which I liked. Like I thought that was super cool um, that they would at least like say, hey, you have to try this. Like it's but okay these, if you don't like it, you cannot do it again later. But just give it a shot. Yeah, but these I these no idea my high school had any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. You were in football. No, you didn't care. Football wrestling. Like I mean, we literally like our wrestling practices started before the football season was over. Yeah. So yeah, like, and, it was overlap, man. I remember going from football practice, literally to a wrestling conditioning all in the same time. So I have no idea what other clubs were going on. <laughs> and some of it, uh, the practices are, are extremely dangerous. Like with, with wrestling, um, the maintaining weight, they will eat ungodly amounts to, to gain weight or do dangerous things like sweatsuits to lose weight so that mm-hmm. they're in a certain weight class. Uh, uh, I wear garbage bags. One of yeah. one of my really good friends, like I can remember him, like he would buy like literally three chicken finger meals for lunch because he had to gain a few pounds for a match he had coming up. Or I would see him walking around like in sweatpants, a hoodie, and like have a trash bag over that to sweat out water weight to make weight for his next match. And like that I get Three miles with trash bags on. Yep. Reminds me of what's that? You're falling apart. Yes, I am. You had a nosebleed just before we started recording. It's the trash bags. It's uh, man. It's we we beat ourselves up bad. I mean, our wrestling room was 110 to 115 degrees every day, and it was I could lose 10 pounds of sweat in in one practice, and have to make sure I'm drinking more than a gallon of water the next day to replace it because I'm going to do the same thing the next day. What was that movie? I think it's like Bradley Cooper and someone else, but like he's a recovering addict and he would go for Limitless. runs. And, what's that? Limitless. Lim- <laughs> no, it's not Limitless. <laughs> um, uh, it's the chick from Hunger Games, whose name I can't remember right now. Um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Uh, it was the two of them, um, but he would go for runs like he moved back in with his parents after he got out of rehab, but he would go for runs in a sweatsuit and like full trash suit. Um, and like that was his way of overcoming the addiction that he yeah. had, had dealt with. Um, but it, it's still one of those things like, yeah, he's an adult, so it's a little bit safer for him because he knows those signals. He's he's making those conscious, like he he has the ability to consent to those dumb things, but, but a yeah. child does not. We didn't weren't even allowed to have cold water because our bodies would be so hot if we had cold water, we would literally vomit it back up. So we yeah, had to have see? warm warm water in order to drink it, and like even room temperature water was a little dicey. And so it's weird because the colder the water is that you drink, the more calories your body has to burn to warm it up, to digest it and process it. So the the problem was, is that it was so hot and our bodies were so hot that the cold temperature would literally just make our stomachs would just reject it. It was was just shock. Yeah, Yeah, it was shock. It would it could literally shut your system down. 
if I, you, like I I've had to, that happen too to much. where like it's been a really warm day and like it's either like maybe a soft drink or water or whatever but I drink something like straight from the fridge or that's been on ice and like it's happened to me with like where I have had a reaction because something was too cold and like it went down my esophagus and like messed that all up and then hit my stomach and my stomach was like no nah, dude, dude <laughs> it was every day it was every day I've never had that happen because I don't do sports, but it's, it's okay. Think, don't like, it's not something you want to. I think as parents, we, we do need to keep an eye on what's happening in those sports and, and try to keep it as safe as possible. And that's one of those things like, so I've, and I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, like I've done years of martial arts and like, it's something that I'm super passionate about and knowing how to safely introduce that to Harrison so that he doesn't get hurt and he yeah. doesn't hurt other people as a kid because he knows how to do things that other kids won't know how to do or like work against. Like how, if that's something I want him to be into and he's interested in like, how, how do I safely do that? Just don't let him grow up to be Daniel from Karate Kid. <laughs> he was a bully. <laughs> I still haven't seen the Cobra Kai, like oh, any good. of the Cobra it's Kai good. on Netflix. You should watch it. Um, There's but, so many things I need to watch. <laughs> I'll just add that to the list. <laughs> we just started Yellowstone and like we're almost done with season one. And it's one of those things like... We watch it at the end of the day after Harrison goes to bed, maybe one or two episodes, but like we just want to shut our brains off. But we also want to know what's happening in the show. So we have to pay attention. I, uh, I'm waiting for Last of Us, which by the time this recording airs, Last of Us will have been out and I've probably watched it all. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I am very excited about that. The first one was... One of my favorite games. I still haven't finished the second one, uh, partly because I heard so many people say that the ending was terrible and they hated all of it um, after the ending. So part of me is just like, I'm just going to leave it where I am. And then the rest of me is like, I can only play at night when it's really, really dark and I'm by myself. And it's (laughs) just scary. (laughs) Yeah. That's the way I am. I've been playing uh, Mortuary Assistant recently. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. Not a good game to play by yourself in the dark. (laughs) Man, I used to play Fear with surround sound, like, headphones in pitch dark. (laughs) This game makes Fear look like Teletubbies. Oh, God. Yeah. It... My stomach is in knots when I'm playing it. My wife, I'll come out and my wife's like, why were you doing that? I could hear you screaming. Yeah, because I would have to watch like a couple hours of The Office or something else funny after I got done playing Fear just to be able to kind of get to sleep. (laughs) And then I'd be afraid. (laughs) And then then even then it was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh man, I still sleep like a dad. It doesn't matter. I'm saying <laughs> my wife says it's like a superpower. I can fall asleep oh. anywhere, anytime. <laughs> I think we should do an episode on dad superpowers. 
Yes. But uh, going going back to this, um, so I think whether it's football, Pokemon cards, D and D, ballet, dance, what have you, um, your kids really need to be in something for the interaction. Uh, even you know, even if they say they don't like it, make them give it a shot, and then afterwards, if they still don't like it, then you at least you tried. Yeah, but one season. Yeah, yeah. You, you them, tried. That's the important part. Is that you tried? Whatever just, just it is in their let life, them, like, uh, let them build that that those friendships and those connections, um, and do it safely. Um, try to be in as involved as you can and if your school has a sponsorship program join that to help kids less fortunate than your own if you can um, and I think that's about as bad as it gets <laughs>